0: Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the DIY Small Business Podcast. I'm back. I've been on a bit on a, of a Christmas break, which is really beautiful. I kind of gathered my thoughts. I had a deep chill. I spent some time with family. I dove deeper into some hobbies. You gotta have those as well. <laughs> and now I'm slowly coming back to the world of business and want to reconnect with all of you. So, this episode is all about community and how to build it around your business and why that's important. And I think community for me will be the main focus in my business for the whole year. So, it kind of made sense to have an episode in the beginning. Um, to dive deeper into that subject and to tell you more about how I'm currently building community, how I'm thinking about it, but also how I technically and with which software I'm supporting the building of community, which I think is just as important. Before I dive in, I want to give you a uh, a little catch-up to what I've been up to this winter. So you might have heard that I've moved all my courses and programs from Teachable to Mighty Networks which was a ton of work in my Christmas break, but it was so worth it. And I really wanted to get that done before um, I'm kind of diving, you know, really diving into the year and working with clients again. So Teachable was great. There's nothing wrong with that platform. But I really noticed that I loved people communicating with each other through the commenting function in there. But it could have been better because Teachable is a course platform mainly. It's not a network as such. And then the other thing that was on my mind was that I ran more than 20 free workshops last year, which was amazing. It was such a great way to get to know all of you and, you know, make connections and see what everyone's up to and think critically about stuff and how to do things differently. And the one thing that many people said um, during and after those workshops was that it was so amazing to not feel alone. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel the same. It can be really lonely to work it for yourself or even if you have a small team. Um, There's just so many decisions to make on a day-to-day basis and it's really beautiful to have a sounding board and people who get it and know what it's like. So yeah, that that just seemed like a really big priority. So I moved everything over to Mighty Networks, which, if you don't know it, it's um, it's a platform that also supports courses, but it's primarily um a network. You can think of it as a Facebook, but not on Facebook. And um, everyone has their own little fo- profile. There's a feed. There's groups. Um, and then there's courses in my case. And there's also a live chat. Um, it's just a lot. Much easier to navigate, I think. There's also a mobile app, which I really love because it means you can now take my courses wherever you are. Um, the app, again, is super easy to navigate and you'll find a ton of like minded people, which I really appreciate. So, we've already started introducing ourselves and exploring courses, um, and then the next module of the Magic Embodiment came out, which is a year long program all about ritual and magic and folk herbalism. And the theme for the month is expression, which felt really good at the beginning of the year. And then um, the DIY Small Business School was renamed. Um, It was formerly uh, the DIY Business Magic Program. And that's also part of the program now, uh, part of the platform. And I think it's really beautiful that people um, set up their own profile, they share about what they're currently working on, and I really wanted that space for us to support each other's small businesses as well. So you can, yeah, yeah. There's, it's almost like a directory and that's really cool. We're also starting a life um, round tomorrow, basically. Tomorrow is a free... Online kickoff workshop um, that is the 17th of January if you're listening to this later check the link to sign up for workshops out anyway because there'll always be new ones but anyway so tomorrow is the first one for the year and it's all about clarity and purpose in business and you can still join and um, if you can't make it live you can receive the replay but that will be really fun and we'll have another workshop twice a month, and it will basically lead everyone through the DIY Small Business Program over the course of four months, which feels like a good time frame to provide like a solid container with gentle accountability, lots of extra resources, and the chance to talk to other people. So the Magic of Embodiment Program is available for a pledge of $3 or more, and the DIY Small Business School, including the community, the live workshops, the course itself, All of that um, is available for $11 as a pledge on my Patreon. So if you pledge, you'll receive an email automatically now and that will invite you to the network. Cool, I'll link to that in the show notes. Okay, so now I want to dive in. I was thinking about how my understanding of community and business has changed over the years. And I remember that four years ago when I was starting out, it felt incredibly abstract to me. Like people were already advising then and saying, hey, you know, you don't just want to talk at people, you want to build community. And I was like, huh? (laughs) And I mean, I was part of communities then. I would say that actually my business started with a community when I did B-School because it was such a huge Facebook group with people that wanted to support each other. Um, And that's how I found my first clients and you know, got to know other people and it was a really important step, I think, for my business. But nevertheless, I felt confused. I was like, but what does that really mean to build community um, and how, what can that practically look like? And I think that's because in within employment or especially within larger corporations, there's such a strong culture of competition and very little space for very sincere collaboration. So the idea of community when we're leaving that space and starting our own businesses can often be really confusing. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I kind of started. When I did b school, I also kind of had no idea what I really wanted to do I was one of these people who was super awake and was like, I kind of want to help people. I want to work on the internet and I want to work from home. And I had been designing websites by that point and I had also kind of done some social media work within the companies that I'd worked for. But it never occurred to me before then that I would want to be a web designer. Um, So that was a revelation and I learned that I wanted this by being in this community. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think really making that an integral part of your business strategy. And in the way that you prioritize your time and energy throughout the year is super important because it's such a great way to receive feedback and to get to know your own skills and to see what people are most interested in. So even if you really want to look at, in air quotes, the benefit of building community from a purely... Um, business growth point of view, I want to say, there are so many good reasons to really make that a priority. So you'll better understand your customers' needs, you see what questions they ask, you understand problems with services or products that you want to offer, you receive word of mouth recommendations, ideally, and you feel less alone working for yourself. And I want to go a little bit deeper with these first few points I made about understanding your customers' needs. So obviously, it's, it's really great to be on Instagram, for example, and to post something beautiful and receive affirmation in the form of likes, for example. But I think interacting within communities or groups, and that could be anything from actually, you know, commenting on Instagram or being part of a Mighty Network or a Facebook group or whatever, or a Mastermind means that not just are you showing your work and you're kind of getting some kind of positive feedback, you're also seeing what questions people ask, and that's that's so valuable. So as a web designer, for example, I would design something and people would be like, hey, I like this, but do they actually want to buy it? And what are they struggling with? So it took me about two years in my business until I realized that people didn't just want a nice website, they also wanted tech training, and support in the long term to manage and edit and update their sites and they wanted to help with everything around their um, digital strategy as well. So I began offering things like social media and content strategy support, um, launch project management, technical integration, software and consultations and that's because I was an active member of these kinds of communities and I was in dialogue with people to better understand what they really needed. So yeah, um, I began this journey with being in community with Facebook groups um, in 2015 when I first started my business. That was huge. Like everyone had their own Facebook group and it was pretty spammy as well. I got invited into a few hundred groups just from being in the being a member of this initial really large B-School group. And most of these people also added me. They never sent me no. There was no communication. Um, People would just um, add hundreds and hundreds of people to their groups and then spam those groups with um, promotions. And to be honest, obviously, that wasn't all that was happening. There were some really beautiful, very sincere groups, and I met some really amazing people, and I had great conversations. But overall, there was also a lot of spam, and there was almost like this hype around Facebook groups. And I couldn't resist it. I started my own about a year later after starting my own business. And um, the first one was uh, one all around web design and online marketing, which I grew to 500 members, and then I had a smaller one for and the Daydream Wolves podcast as well. And I started the web design and uh, branding and tech support group because I, again, I wanted like a chance for people to ask questions. I wanted to see what they want to know more about. And I also wanted a chance to share resources very quickly, so without needing to send a newsletter. I was sending my newsletter about once a month, but I was also observing a ton of tech trends and design stuff that I wanted to share with people more quickly. So that seemed like a good idea. Um, and I noticed that I felt a lot of pressure, which I was clearly creating for myself, because no one, you know, no one is saying that to me, but I felt quite strongly that I needed to be present in that group every day, and I was usually answering to questions right away, and it really distracted me, and I was kind of feeling that like I was pulling my work day into different directions. And I was also noticing that people were not really talking to each other on there. They asked me questions, and then sometimes they liked what I was posting, but I felt like it wasn't a great place to create dialogue and real community connection. Um, so about a year and a half ago, I decided to close that group down because I felt, you know, it was just draining my energy. And I was also seeing more and more people getting really tired of being on Facebook and getting really distracted and kind of weighed down. You know, you would log into to maybe connect with some business folks and then half an hour passes and you got just sucked into your feed to explore explore dozens of articles and stuff. And yeah, so I felt like that time had come to an end. I wanted to let go of that Facebook group. And then at the beginning of last year, I finally made the plunge and really began... Um, offering more live online workshops. And I had done that once or twice before. I was incredibly nervous every time. But last year, I was really like, okay, this is the year I'm going to get on top of this nervousness and I, because I really want to connect with people and I want to create a space where people can also get to know each other and not just hear me talk, basically. Um, so I found that Zoom was the right software for me to use because... Um, It enables people to be on video as well, which I really like. People can ask questions. They can either unmute themselves and then just ask, or they can use the chat box. And Zoom also offers a really easy way um, to record and then share sessions. So that was feeling like a worthwhile investment at $15 a month for me. And the first few workshops definitely were super awkward, and it just got easier every time. And I also noticed that there's just a ton of stuff just by doing the work that I had been doing for a couple of years that felt really easy to share because I had experience i I knew about different software options and strategies, and you know i had I had walked my talk and i I didn't feel I needed hours and hours of preparation anymore because there were some things that I could just riff about, which was really great to see and feel. And I think running these workshops last year has really grown my community, not just in numbers, you know, it didn't give me just new Instagram followers or more people on my newsletter list. It definitely has done that too, but more importantly, people have become much more responsive to my work. I feel there's a community of people that I I have a sense of, if that makes sense. And I know, again, that sounds a bit abstract, but I what I mean is that I feel more intimacy with the people I work with and I feel that we have made a a commitment to mutual support that goes beyond like a one-off financial um, transaction and that's really beautiful. So of course we're living under capitalism, I have to make a living and pay my rent and bills and lots of other things Um, and so yes I have to sell my services and I want to build my Patreon and I need to charge money. But the more I was able to be in these spaces of generosity and getting people together to explore, the more it felt like good, you know, <laughs> just good. It felt better um, to do this and to run this business in this way. And I got to know people and I got a lot of feedback. I always feel energized after life workshops. And I love that like-minded people are also talking to each other because I feel There isn't that much business support out there for small businesses that want to work online that is underpinned by similar values of like kindness and compassion and thinking about politics and access and sustainability. And so I really want everyone else to meet each other as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is how we're coming full, full circle now. I had my courses on Teachable last year, which was great, because it also, again, it's easy to navigate, easy to brand, it looked good, and it was pretty accessible technically. Um, but I wanted that community aspect. So over Christmas, I moved everything over to Mighty Networks, and that's where we are now are. And people connect with each other, and it's beautiful. I also feel right now that really communities are going to be more important In business, in in ways that maybe we're just beginning to understand, which again, I feel like sounds a bit weird to say. And there's always like this new thing, and that's the future now, you know. But I think that what I'm seeing and feeling is that people are really overwhelmed on the internet, we're overwhelmed with information, with political events. Um, There's a loss of connection, and, and intimacy is really what so many of us need. We need intimacy and spaces where we can be radically creative and have sound boards. So I think that's becoming increasingly important. And also I think um, what's really attractive to people and, and what helps us is to create content in good ways. What I mean by that is that it's beautiful to log on Pinterest and to see hundreds of pictures and explore stuff. But I love listening to podcasts because people curate content for me, you know, I'm getting to know new podcast hosts at the moment and I love every single episode and I really took a ton of time over Christmas to just, yeah, listen to hours and hours of podcast conversations with cool people and felt really inspired and and I built this trust with the podcast host because I, I knew, you know, I had a sense that they're talking to cool people and I want to know more and... That feels really good. So I think this idea of creation and community building uh, really feeds into each other and is becoming increasingly important. Another big trend, of course, that we've all seen is Patreon. Patreon has been around for a number of years. I really love the platform, but I don't think it's perfect. So one problem, for example, is that it has kind of dodgy policies around queer stuff. There are some LGBT... Uh, Patreon creators that have been flagged up as adult content and they're not being listed in the Discovery, for example. And that's a real disadvantage and there's often no reason for that to happen. So I think that's a shame. Um, And just to say, yes, I am aware this platform isn't perfect and they're taking their own card. And uh, so there's lots of things to think about with that. But it has really enabled creators like myself to have a little bit more of a stable income and more space to create free stuff for a ton of people and I think that's incredible and again it's this idea of building community and having long-term mutually rewarding commitments of support rather than these like one-off transactions where I'm selling you something. I wanna kind of touch on also how I'm technically delivering community access at the moment, just in case you're interested. I also want to say that what that costs. So I was on the teachable on the free plan for teachable and I'm using MailerLite for my newsletter because um it's pretty affordable. It costs ten dollars a month, over a thousand subscribers, and has a ton of functionality in terms of tagging and designing newsletters and I feel it integrates really well so I love it all around and I really recommend it anyway (laughs) and I was on Teachable on the free plan and now I moved to 90 networks and I am on the um I think it's called the professional plan which is $47 and that's because that's the only plan that includes courses um, and now that I have a little bit more Patreon support, that's worth it because I feel that's also making the courses more accessible and that they're available through the app now. Um, but I did think about that investment. Of course, it's a lot of money, but they also have cheaper plans. There's a free plan, and then there's a twelve-dollar plan that you can also build to that you can also use to build your community. And then how it practically works is that whenever someone becomes a Patreon, they automatically receive a -A MailerLite email, um, which is pretty long because it has a ton of information and links and, and, you know, things. And it basically tells people how to sign up for the network and where to access content. It has a little video that explains how to navigate the platform because it's pretty new. Some people haven't used it before. Um, And then it also says how to sign up for workshops and so forth. So that is how I technically create this. And then my workshops are all on Zoom and people can sign up for them through my MailerLite forms and then they receive a reminder. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I wanted to riff about today. So it's been a little bit of like a ramble about communities, why they warm my heart and why they're so important (laughs) um i want to remind everyone that i'm here to support you with tech stuff that's something i also want to do more of this year I've, i've had some really beautiful client calls this week talking to people about what they want to achieve this year and what software systems can support them and kind of what steps they can take in terms of content and social media strategy, which been, it's been honestly such a joy and I would really love to do more of that work. Um, I'm offering retainers starting at five hours and I'll link to that in the show notes. So if you feel like you want to have some support in that area this year, then check that out. I'm also still offering web design and I'll link to that as well and if you have any questions as always please let me know I would really love to hear from you and I'm wishing you a beautiful gentle start to 2019 bye